Uh, uh, hi, what's up? This is Aiden Jones. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 3rd of December. And the year is 2019, and I'm sick. I'm sick, man. I punched too many darts on the weekend. I punched them right in their in their fucking delicious shafts. Every single one. <coughs> I reckon I had ten, maybe fifteen. I had look. I hadn't smoked all week. When was the time before that that I had a cigarette? Maybe like the Sunday or the Monday or some shit, and then on on. Thursday, I was at the Rochester, and Lewis Garnham was there, and I I knew I hadn't smoked in a few days, and I was like, fuck it, and I asked him for a cigarette, and he had enough tobacco left for one, so he was like, no, and I told him I hadn't smoked in a few days, and he was like, keep going, bro, keep going, don't stop, good, quit, and I was like, yes, I'm gonna quit, <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> it's just so laughable to me that I'm gonna quit. <clears throat> and then, um, and then on Saturday, ah, oh, what a lovely day! I'm, I'll tell you about the day that I had on Saturday, dude. And you'll see how how small of a part smoking played in that day, but emotionally, it was the anchor for me. On Saturday, I spent like my last thirty dollars <laughs> on uh, on fucking food and shit. Um, because some of our friends were having a, like a day drinks, hang vibes, you know, sun, backyard, that whole kind of situation. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some food Saturday. That's my new thing. Saturdays I'm making food, you know, I'm going to look some nice shit up to do and I'm going to make that. And I was trying to think, what could I bring? So I was in, uh, I was in Woolies on Woolies on the Friday night um, oh, this is so good. I could not stop telling people about this. I'm in Woolies and I, I was thinking I was going to make pinchos, you know, like tapas, like the little things that you get in Spain. Yeah, I've been to Spain. Don't worry about it. Um, the little tapas things that you get at a bar, just like bits of bread with some fucking like, in my head, the bits that I was going to make was like one, um, caramelized onion with a bit of avocado for vegans and just like some oil. And then I got feta. I don't know if this is how you make this cheese, but I got feta and uh, put some olive oil in like a tub with like garlic and salt and pepper and put the feta in there overnight. It didn't really work the way. It didn't really take on any flavor. I just had a tub of cheesy olive oil, but whatever. And uh, and I was walking around Coles buying the stuff for all these kinds of things, you know, and some camembert and, and whatever. And... Uh, Oh, I was going to buy some steak. I was going to buy like a steak and then cook it in the morning, cut it into bits and then put that on there with the camembert. But I didn't have enough money in the end. I had to put the steak back. That's, anyway, that's not important. I'm walking around and I hear my headphones are dead. And so I hear over the uh, <coughs> over the intercom in Woolies like, oh, we're doing uh, chicken wings, honey, sorry, chicken wings. Dollar fifty for a kilo, dollar fifty for a kilo, honey, soy chicken wings. Because it's Friday night, isn't it? So they're chucking all them shits out. It's done. And I've scoot straight over there. I'm like, tell me about tell me more about these.
chicken wings. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> like I think she's going to be all cagey about it. Like <laughs> do I need some sort of code or like a password? Was that a trap? <coughs> What's the catch, lady? I mean, the catch is just that they you need to cook them tomorrow. That's the catch. But they need for me. I was going to cook them tomorrow anyway. I got two kilos. I got just shy of two kilos. I got all of them. I was just like, fuck anyone else who wanted these chicken wings. I'm getting all of them. Just shy of two kilos. Three dollars. I'm telling you, man. That made up for the fact that I, I couldn't afford the steak. I was like, this now is a certified great idea. Oh, what's going on with my... Oh, that's another thing. That's, that's another thing. That is another fucking thing. My uh, my phone is not charging convincingly. This is the thing, right? You know, does this happen with everyone's phones or is it just me? Phone, your phone upkeep is quite a private area of life. I'm not really talking to anyone about the state of my phone, you know? But my phone, the input cable doesn't work anymore. So headphones, that's out and charging via the fast charge cable input or any cable input is out as well, the USB-C thing. So I bought a fucking, I bought a portable charger because I was like, this is just, that's my life now. I'm just, I'm wireless on this phone because I'm not buying a new phone. I want to buy a new phone. That's the thing. I bought this cunt in May, May, March. When did I buy it? I bought it in fucking March or February or whenever. I bought it then. It shouldn't be dead now but it is and i'm a moron so i didn't get the fucking insurance why why for the first time in my life when i could afford insurance and to spend money to buy a nice thing outright why did i think that because i was spending more money that it decreased my need for insurance (laughs) i mean i've got nicer things now so i don't need to protect them (laughs) fuck Oh, I'm so sick. If I ever get off track on this story, I'll just cough and I'll be like, oh, that's right, the cigarettes on Saturday. That's what I was talking about, is how I'm a fucking idiot. So, I, um, I I make this food Saturday morning. What a, oh my God, what a, a day full of joy Saturday was. Um, made the food, that was just a nice moment, and, uh, yeah, got to the place, and you know what I should have done, this is a lesson for me, when you make food for a party, you can't show up early, because then the food's just there, or you got to put the food away, and bring it out later, if you want, you know, everyone to go, oh my god, it's food, which is like, that's, I mean, that's half the reason that you make food, I don't think I'm being ridiculous in in saying that, right? The reason that you make food for other people is the appreciation's nice. Also, I think if I... Because we got there early because we just lived nearby and we're moving a free... (laughs) Me and Matthew Vasquez fucking... (laughs) These are our friends who have just moved down from interstate... They didn't have a fridge. They were having a, they were using a bar fridge in their kitchen, and we have a spare fridge here because we just got a new fridge. So, and Vasquez is in Blake's room, so it was me and him, and we fucking decide to carry this fridge like three blocks down to their house, get fucking 
a half a block and we find a shopping trolley and we're just like, let's put it in the shopping trolley and wheel it down. It didn't... I don't know. I don't, I don't think any of the big uh, attention-seeking moves that I made on Saturday really had the impact that I thought they deserved, to be honest. Get in the fridge. I mean, one person came out to film that for Instagram. You would, you'd be hoping for three. You'd be hoping for more. And, and and then the food, I got there before anyone else was there, so then the food was just on the table. And then cut to me, like, needily throughout the party, being like, have some of this food that I brought, this food, and me, Aiden. <laughs> God, I'm pathetic. Um, <coughs> I mean, it was there all day, and it was nice to have, but I think in the future, I'm going to strategically show up later. So I'm still, man, you know what? I'm still sour about last year at Christmas when Luca Muller upstaged me by bringing that fucking cob loaf, man. He made a grand entrance at the end of the party. It really, <laughs> it really put me in my fucking place. <laughs> I, love, I love that I still think about that. I do. It's that, that is the template. That is how you show up to a party with food. You show up later, you make a sacrifice, you don't see your friends, you stay inside, you work hard, blood, sweat, tears. You fucking put the hours in, watch a bit of Netflix, maybe jerk off, I don't know what he did, I'm only speculating. And you show up to that party after the sun has gone down, when all eyes are on you, when, the, when all the other food is gone, and everyone thinks that there will be no encore. And you show up with a fucking cob loaf and you get a standing ovation. And that, and that is how you make your friends love you. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Fuck. I just had an image of me screaming Luca Muller's name like a revenge, you know, like Rocky or whatever. But, um... It is 11 o'clock at night, and it's Tuesday, and I have a cold. Oh, yeah, man. I've been working a job the whole last week. Um, oh, man. I'm, at, I'm just, I'm all about projects right now. That's my whole vibe at the moment. I'm all about doing nice things, the no drinking, you know? Like, this is, all right, I'm not drinking, so now I'm in Melbourne, I'm at home, I can put, I've been saying this a lot to people lately, I think I've, I might have said this before, with the garden, you know, it's like, it's not about, it's not about the getting to the point, the, planting a garden is not about making a salad in five weeks time, the, it's about every day until then, watering the garden, and in doing that, you're like working on the thing, but you're also putting that work into yourself, it's like self-love, you know? It's like watering the plants is, is, in a way, you're watering yourself. And I hope you appreciate how hard I had to work emotionally just then to not say watering yourself in like a, in like a mocking accent because I needed to distance myself from that emotion. So I'm all about projects right now, man. It's all like I've got the garden. I fucking, on Sunday... I got the machete out there. It started as a joke and then it just turned real. I got the machete out there. The garden is just like the first section of soil that we have in this house because that's how I see land now. I don't see land. I see potential. And um, 
go around the back and I was just hacking these fucking like waist high weeds with the machete just fucking dude it made gardening work for if it, all gardening could be done with weapons then <laughs> more people would be into gardening I think a shovel looks so pedestrian like no one's I'm not fucking getting excited to go out in the garden and do some shit with a shovel give me a, I want to like a plant plants with a fucking shotgun you know <laughs> How can I incorporate explosives into my landscaping project? <laughs> Some sort of attack dog? I don't know, man. There's got to be a way. It really made it fun. That machete out there. Oh. And this is the first time that I've really used it for, you know, more than like a couple swings or to smash a TV or whatever. And uh, you can tell that Blake bought it from the Queen Vic Markets because that handle is not sturdy. Every swing, I'm like, this feels like it's about to fucking fly out. Uh, but I cleared the whole back. I cleared around the back of the house, all of those weeds, and then around to the side. And my, my room has a big, what's that, maybe two by two meter square window on the, on the external wall. And uh, that looks out to what was just a nightmare of all fucking weeds and shit. And I've cleared it. And now I can see in the corner, I can fucking picture an outdoor, a little circular like outdoor metal table and two chairs right there. That's what I want. If we weren't, I mean, I'm going to, I think I'm going to get it. And if we were, if, if we weren't moving out of this place, I'd fucking, I would a hundred percent be getting it. I don't know. We'll see what happens if, I think we're moving out. I don't know. I just, now I'm taking this shit to the next level though. I'm like, I'm like, it's all about now and living in the moment. And then I like buy a metal chair the day before we move out of our house. It's like, did you spend $200 on a metal chair? It's about watering your soul. I'm trying to water my soul. <laughs> I'm like taking it too far, you know? I'm just trying to live in the moment, all right? <laughs> like, leave the chairs there, thinking that the landlord's gonna see outdoor chairs and shit in the garden and ignore the fucking hole in the drywall. <laughs> ignore the fact that we've put two holes in the wall of this fucking house and go, yeah, but he, he really added something in terms of outdoor furniture, you know? So I reckon he gets his bond back. <laughs> I'm never gonna... I, I really don't think we're gonna get our bond back on this house. Oh, that tea is at the perfect temperature right now. Come on. I feel good. I feel very good, actually, right now. Whenever I'm sick, I always end up like being in a good mood. Maybe it's because it makes me feel really thankful for what I have. You know, when you realize the fallibility of your own body and your physical form, then you really start to appreciate the the things that you do have in this life like love and soil <laughs> yeah i got fucking heaps of soil dude um oh another project mosaics yeah fucking let that sink in let me drop that bombshell on you real quick mosaics huh that's right yeah, and that's it. I'm not going to explain anymore. Here's my new project, Mosaics. Booge! Hi, <laughs> oh, man. I've been, this is like, I'm, so I've been working this job. Um, 
my man Benny Searle got me a job uh, working for Team Kids, <laughs> which you, you, you cannot say with a straight face. I work for Team... Yeah, I'm actually a managing consultant at Team Kids. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a recruitment scout at Team Kids. Um, no, I work at... It's, a, it's, it's this company that do... Um, uh, they run a bunch of uh, holiday programs and after-school care programs for kids at schools, and I'm in the warehouse, and these kids obviously are there for, like, you know, some of them are there all summer, like most days or five days a week or whatever while their parents are working, so they need shit for them to do, so they have activities. And I'm in the warehouse, we have to pack the activities for these kids to do, right? So it's just, like, the people in the office order us in a bunch of stuff from, like like, toys, you know? And then we put them all together and send them out. So they've got shit to do every day. So some of the stuff has been like, what are they doing? Some days they're, uh, some days they're, it's a lot of construction things like arts and crafts, you know? So they're making like little bead, bead puppets. That's one of them. Oh, there's one. It's like a little penguin construction toy. It's like, it's, they call it a 4D puzzle. (laughs) It's a 3D puzzle, and then I guess we just exist in time. So really, no puzzle is still a 1D puzzle. Is that right? Like a like a 2D puzzle is actually a 3D puzzle because it's two-dimensional and, and we exist in time. Is that what they're trying to say with that? Are they trying to introduce these kids to the notion of of time as just another part of our of our world? Or are they just trying to sell more things and 4D sounds cooler than 3D? This is what I've been thinking. I've been thinking about the sales. So, all right, this company makes, uh, they run the holiday programs, right? And they buy their different toys and activity, you know, bits and pieces and whatever from a bunch of, of, like a variety of different companies. It's not like they have one supplier and they don't, they don't make it themselves, themselves themselves fucking hell they don't make it themselves right so they order it all in which means they're dealing with a few different companies and those companies would have sales reps and i'm just imagining like the kind of people those sales reps are who have to get like excited for these kids toys because they've got to like sell them the new toys right like today there was i was doing one where there's all these uh different dyed colors of sand and so the kids have sand and then they have these little things like a little cup that holds the sand. You press a button and the sand comes out the bottom and you can write on a sheet with it, right? And there's 12 different colors. There's two, there's light green and dark green. There's like red and orange and pink. And (coughs) I mean, you know, like the first 10 kids that touch this, it's going to be game over. All the sands are going to be mixed up. But you know that that sales rep is still there going like, ah, man, you know, they just, they love it. I re- like, I was thinking they don't need 12 different colours of sand. They need like eight, maybe four probably, just to get the idea. All that's fun about the sand is just like, this is the idea, you know? It'll be fun for a bit, but they don't need 12 fucking colours, but the sales rep's got to make quota, so they're like, man, you know, they're, they're like one of these people, I j- what am I trying to say? I don't trust someone who's really, who's, like, no one's genuinely excited about these kids playing with this stuff. Okay, they are, and it's nice, but, like, I don't know, man. There's something there's something fishy about someone who... Because you'd have to be excited to sell the stuff. So you've got to be, like, act like you're so excited for, like, you know, the shit that these kids are doing that it just so happens you're having to make money from the more shit that they're... I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know what it is, salesman. I don't fucking trust you. Wow. I just spilled tea on my belly. That'll trust me for being cynical, won't it? And you know what? Actually, I'm not cynical. Because while I've been putting these... You know, that sand one I was a little bit cynical about. But some of them are, pardon the phrase, capturing my imagination. And the mosaic one, there's one, right? Where you have these these kids. These kids, man. These kids. They are just having the summer of a lifetime, these kids. (laughs) I keep saying that. I keep thinking it. Every time I find something that, like, inspires me, I'm like, these kids, uh, they are in for the summer of a lifetime. They are in for a summer that they will never forget. The mosaic thing is, uh, it's like a, a bit of wood shaped like a coaster, and then another bit of wood that sits on top of that, same shape, but with a square cut out of it, so that there's, so it's like a, a two, three, or a two centimeter little spot for mosaic tiles. So it's a square that can fit five by five of these little small ceramic tiles. <coughs> and the tiles are in a bunch of different colors. The kids put them in there, stick them in with PVA glue, make their own fucking designs. And so it's like designs. They're making, they're making mosaic coasters, these kids. That is something that I would actually fucking use if my kid brought that home i'd be like damn straight get me a beer so i can use this fucking coaster shut up (laughs) that's why i take it after school kids i don't want to talk to you no probably the reason i take him to after school care is because i have a demanding job and a career that provides okay we get it you're a hero but still you know you get a coaster. That's nice. It's nice that those parents get a nice a little return on investment, isn't it? Coasters from Ikea, they're probably like five bucks. Something. These kids, they got them making their coasters. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <coughs> so um, I saw that and I made a couple mosaics. And now I'm like, I'm going to buy, I've looked up a website. I'm going to buy some mosaic tiles off of a website, a bunch of different colors. And I'm going to buy some whatever the fuck stuff is that you need to stick it to wood. And I'm going to make a mosaic on my kitchen table. I'm going to, I've found a program online where you can convert pictures into mosaic format. I just have to figure out how to set it to like, okay, I've only got, you know, like five colors or whatever. And I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a mosaic on my kitchen table. I don't know what of yet. If anyone has any ideas for a picture that I could make a mosaic of on my kitchen table, that'd be cool. No dicks, please. No penises. All right, grow up. If you thought about sending me a penis, then shame on you. Shame on you. Shame for shame on your family. Oh my god! There's one time in Berlin earlier this year. <laughs> I think I, I might have told this on the pod. The dude was um, <coughs> I was in an Uber with a friend, and uh, this guy cut the Uber driver off, and he pulled up next to the dude at the lights, wound down the window, and was just like, "Shame, shame for you, shame for you, shame, shame for you." <laughs> Just yelling at this cunt, shame for you, for shame. Because <laughs> he cut him off in traffic. 
And then he pulled off and he was a bit quiet and kind of, you know, like ashamed himself for a little bit. And then he turned around and he was like, guys, I'm really sorry. I'm really, I'm very sorry. I apologise on behalf of me. That was very disrespectful. I apologise. Kept apologising. And I was like, man, shame for you. All right? Not shame for that guy. Shame, hey, shame for you. You think about that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to make these mosaics. It is nice, actually. Maybe I'll be a salesman for for Team Kids or one of their supply companies. It is nice making shit for kids. I've been very nostalgic of late. When I was in the Gold Coast a week and a half ago, I remembered this, and I didn't say it last week. I um, There was schoolies up in the Gold Coast when I was up there, and I found myself like walking around... On uh, in Surfers Paradise one night, I had a gig up there. I'm um, just walking around and and like seeing all the kids with their lanyards, and it's like the biggest schoolies in Australia, you know. So there's just shitloads of kids up there. And uh, for some reason, I just was I was listening to AFI, which I haven't listened to. You know, oh my god, I'm a hundred percent gonna put AFI as the outro music to this podcast. Of course, why would I not do that? Um, I was listening to AFI, which I don't, I'm the thing that I realized AFI is like, that's what I used to listen to in like 2005 or whatever, when I was in high school and, and I mean, man, is it good music? I don't fucking care if they're, dude, let me, the lyrics are so bad. The lyrics are actually just trash. This is like, this reminded me of like being in high school and like, it wasn't so much moves. Jordan Dickey used to do this where he would say things that he definitely didn't know what they meant. Um, that were just like big poetic words because he thought it made him sound smart. And AFI just 100% do this. Here's the lyrics to this song. Raise high monolithic statues so fragile as they fall. I am, I am ever enthralled. Gaze lion smirk in time. Your arrogance will suit you well until fashion is dispelled. <laughs> oh my god! As waved of as waves of plastic fame go out of fashion. Dunk dunk dunk. You're going out, going out, forever unknown. Oh my god! Here's the chorus. From above, a rain of ashes descends. Anathema. I will remain forever. Remain from below in my seclusion. Look up to the sky to see paper wings and watch them burn. Ugh. Pathetic. Pathetic. Shame for you. Shame. For shame. Shame for you. Really bad lyrics, but the music is so fucking good. And uh, it took me back, man, like that. Because I don't listen to that kind of music. It's like, it's like emo core, I guess. Like punk, fucking hardcore, you know, screaming, but like really catchy guitar riffs and like, nee, 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 like really high. Singing, you know, like exactly what I just did then. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't listen to that kind of music at all. So, like normally with other music that I've used to listen to, I'll listen to stuff that's kind of in the same genre and it'll remind me of it. But there's, I don't listen to anything that's AFI adjacent in my life at all. So I'll go years without thinking about it ever. And I mean, who the fuck is listening to emo anymore, you know? And then one day something will spark my memory and I'll be taken back to 2005 sitting in the computer room 
at my house on Naldera Street and I'm I'm fucking 15 years old and my brother's 11 and I'm playing I'm playing like Warcraft or what am I playing? Oh, I'm playing that fucking RPG that I can't remember that came out before Elder Scrolls. I what I don't know, man. Boulder's Gate. I'm playing Boulder's Gate. And I've just got AFI that I've downloaded off of LimeWire, song by song. I don't know what album each of the songs are from. I just know that I've got some songs. I'm listening to that, like the same, like 11 songs on repeat. Oh, man. And I was walking around fucking Service Paradise and remembering when I went to schoolies, which was like 11 years ago at this point. And I'm like... It, it, I'm, I'm going to try and say these things without veering off into like self-parody, but <clears throat> it really made me very nostalgic and it's like, so it's sad. It's tragic. It is. Life is tragedy, man. The, these kids have, they just finished school. I kind of realized for the first time, like not realized, but I just, it, I was struck by like the power of youth that I don't have that anymore, you know? I mean, I'm 28. It's not like I'm a fucking old, like, Pete Jones or someone, but I just, I was struck by, I mean, I'm, they have everything ahead of them, these kids. They're fucking, they just finished school. They're 17 and 18 years old, and and that, like, I've thought about all the stuff that I've done for the last 11 years, and they have all of that ahead of them, all the different lives that I've led, and, you know, I don't fucking know, man, you just want to, like, it makes you want to grab a kid by the shoulders and shake him, and just go, you can do anything, you can do fucking anything, you can't, go and do it, (laughs) go and do it, why are you here, and schoolies, you can be anywhere, I remember when I was uh, when I was in year twelve, and some kid from the year above, uh, I think Ronnie Ling was that his name, or he was the prefect. He was the like the head prefect of the year above, and he also got the top score leaving year twelve. And I heard that he'd start he'd started like a camera business selling camera parts or some shit. And then I heard that a friend of his was like in Berlin. And he was talking to them online and they were like, he was like, oh, you're in Berlin. All right, meet me at this bar and like next week. And he fucking went there and met up with them. And I don't know how much of that story is true, but it blew my, it blows my mind. Like that, that fucking dude at 18 doing that, that's a, that's a person who knows what it means to be young, to not, and to be free. The possibilities, man. I just feel fucking, t- I just gestured holding my fucking cup and spilled tea on my laptop. Go and do it. I want to shake him. Go and fucking do anything. But if I was fucking 18 at schoolies again, I would absolutely just be going to those discos and trying to get laid. <laughs> Isn't that pathetic? <coughs> anyway, fuck. I want to put on that song that I just read the lyrics for. And you're going to see. It's great. It's called Paper Airplanes. Uh, makeshift wings in brackets by AFI, Fire Inside. Thank you guys for listening. 
if you've uh, if you've listened to this point, fucking rate the pod on iTunes, like and subscribe. Get on my fucking Instagram page, sitting under podcast, Aiden Jones Comedian. I made a bunch of business cards and then changed my Instagram handle like a fucking idiot. So I've got like 200 business cards here with the wrong handle on them. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, thank you guys for listening, man. Have a great week. This has been Aiden Jones, sitting under a tree. Bye.